0: Visit OpenBibleNJ.org for more information. Thanks again for joining us today. Now enjoy the service.
1: Open your Bibles, if you would please, to Exodus chapter 13. Defining moments, we all have them in our life. And maybe today, for those of you who are here, there might be a defining moment in your life. Those who are online today might be a defining moment in your life. But we come to those places in our lives where it can help set the trajectory for not only for our life, but those who come after us. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 13, And it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines. Although that was near. For God said, lest peradventure the people repent when they see war. And they return to Egypt, but God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had straightly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and ye shall carry up my bones away hence with you. And they took their journey from Succoth and encamped in Etham, in the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way, and by night in the pillar of a fire to give them light, to go by day and by night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night, from before the people. Chapter fourteen, if you would please, and verse four. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall not follow, that he shall follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his host, that the Egyptians may know that the, that I am the Lord. And they did so. Verse ten. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. Verses 13 and 14, and Moses said unto the people, fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. Verses 17 and 18. And I, behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will get me honor upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts, upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. Verses 30 and 31 of chapter 14. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore, and Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians, and the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Father, be with this time. Touch those who may not know you. Help those who know you to follow you. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Defining moments, you'll see in the screen right there before, you see a bunch of different defining moments in the life of our country. And they help set the course for our country. I want you to think about maybe a defining moment for our world. You take a look at uh, maybe World War II, and you see that the, the defining moment for our world. It really was. Had not the, uh, the, the uh, 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 Americans and their allies defeated the Germans, our world would look vastly different today. They're defining moments. Not only did it help set the course of one individual, it helped set the course for many. How about defining moments personally? Personally. There's defining moments of a marriage, of a wedding. My wedding day, my wife's wedding day, when I had hair, yes, you see what she did to me. (laughs) That was a defining moment in my life, and it was a defining moment in her life. Yesterday, we were able to celebrate 28 years yeah, 28 years. I told, her, I told her yesterday it was the best 28 years of her life. <laughs> she said, it's the other way around. I said, you're absolutely right. Yeah, Defining moments. How about defining moments in your life about the birth of a child? The birth of a child when not only become, you become parents, but you become grandparents. Yesterday, on our anniversary, I became Poppy, and she became Dee Dee, became grandparents. I told Tim and Mackenzie they didn't have to get us a gift. <laughs> There's Timothy Christian with a poochie lip. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's upset because he can't see Poppy yet. That's, that's what I told him. But these aren't these defining moments in your life? It was a defining moment for our country. It was a defining moment for me and my wife and it was a defining moment for Tim and Mackenzie in their life when they gave birth yesterday to a little baby boy. All of us have defining moments in our life and it helps set the course. But within those defining moments we need to look for God's direction. Everybody has defining moments. The difference between those defining moments that will make an impact for eternity and those who have defining moments that just really live for today is following God's direction. Because what we see in this passage is we see the nation of, uh, of the Egyptians uh, oppressing, that they oppressed the nation of Israel and God is directing them through a defining moment. And it is through God's direction that they are delivered. They are delivered from the oppression of the Egyptians. And, and what I would like to get across to you today by God's grace is that we understand that God's direction in your defining moments is your deliverance. God's direction in defining moments is your deliverance. And it's through uh, defining moments in our life that God gives us direction for our deliverance. You know, you can be delivered, when. You, well, let me back up and say it this way, you are delivered from something, but when you're delivered from something, you are delivered to something. For example, I was delivered from being a single hermit the rest of my life when I got married, and so I was delivered to Marital bliss and happiness. Is that what I was supposed to say? Does? Okay. (laughs) Total ecstasy. Right? I, I was delivered from something, being single, but I was delivered to something. And, and our defining moments, that's what God wants us to, to, to understand and He wants to direct in our lives, that we're moving from one place to another place in our life. And, and we see that and the whole overarching theme of the book of Exodus is to be called out in order to be called in. And this morning, if you don't know Christ as your personal Savior, guess what, friend? You are at a defining moment in your life so to be delivered from is to be delivered to and there are four benefits for us in following God's direction in our defining moments for our deliverance take a look first if you will please in exodus 13 verses 21 and 22 God's direction means God's presence God's direction means God's presence. In verses 21 and 22, you'll see there, and take a look in Exodus 13, verse 21. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of a fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of the fire by night from before the people. Take a look at verses 13, uh, uh, chapter 13, verses 17 and 18. And it came to pass, when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led them, not the way through the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, "Lest peradventure the people repent when they see war and return to Egypt. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea, and the children of Israel went up, harnessed out of the land. We see here, what is it saying? That God led them. God's direction in your defining moments No matter how difficult it may be, if you follow God's direction in your defining moments of life, you can count on God's presence. You don't have to worry about it. We see over and over that God led them. Three times it's mentioned in this passage, just in those short verses there, that God led his people. The point is, in this defining moment for the nation of Israel, they could have went their own way. They could have went the logical way. They could have went the shorter way. They could have went the way that made the most sense. But instead, Israel did not leave Egypt and go their own way. They were directed by God. This is key in understanding this passage because we're going to see something later on. The God's direction in your life, in your defining moments means God's presence. God was directing their, move, their very movements. They were not determining their own direction. How many in our lives we determine our own direction? I have met with businessmen and said, well, pastor, I've, uh, I want to let you know we'll be leaving the church because God has uh, uh, opened up the door for us, and um, uh, we're, I'm going to be able to go make a bunch more money here at this place. My first question is, number one, have you prayed about it? My second question is, number two, what verse did God give you to confirm that? Number three, where, where have you found a good local church? <laughs> and then they're like, uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, we prayed about it. Well, what do you mean a verse? Well, because when you get there, you realize that all your problems are going to be going with you. And so you're going to need a verse to make sure that you know that this is exactly where God led you. And number three, well, yeah, Pastor, well, we haven't gotten to the area yet. Well, hey, wait a second. Don't give me that excuse because you've got the Internet. See, what I'm saying is I'm not saying it's wrong for people to leave and, and take a promotion and make more money. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is in our defining moment, that's the defining moment, sir. You are changing the trajectory of your whole family, sir. The spiritual well-being of your family is at stake. We need to understand that in defining moments, God wants us to direct us. He wants to direct us. We shouldn't be going our own way. And the nation of Israel did not go their own way. God was not only leading them in a direction. Now listen, when you follow, listen, when you follow God's direction in your defining moments it does mean god's presence but god it's not only that god is directing you to a, a particular place or away from something to something else but listen to this god is not only giving you direction but he's giving you direction to trust him defining moments it's because they led because god led them And they follow God's leading. Now listen, it's because God led them and they follow God's leading that that they experience God's presence. You say, well, where do you see that? In Exodus 13 and verse 21, it it says, God went before them. Does it not? And the Lord went before them. Guess what? That means his presence was there. In verse 22, because they follow God's direction, they experience God's presence in a defining moment. Take a look at, in verse 22, it says, God did not take away the pillar from the people. What does that mean? That means God's presence was with them. And during our defining moments, if we follow the direction of God, no matter how difficult it may be, no matter how illogical it may be, no matter how troubling it may seem to us, we can expect God's presence. See, the pillar was a visible sign that God was with them. See, the believer... Now listen, folks, the believer... Who follows God's direction. You need to remember this. If you're following God's direction in your life, you don't ever have to doubt or question God's presence. You don't ever have to doubt it. So, what do we see here? The first thing is God's direction is marked by God's presence. But take a look, number two God's direction in our defining moments means God's protection. You ever have a defining moment in your life and it looks dangerous, it looks scary, it looks uh, very, very uh, frightful to you, it looks uncertain to you? God's direction in your defining moments of life, and we all have them. And you know what I found? Listen, you know what I found? That it's not the biggies that make the defining moments in our life, it's the adding up of all the small decisions that we've made that really helps set the direction for our life. And when, we, when you and I, in our defining moments of life, follow God's direction, we don't have to worry about his protection. Take a look at chapter 14, verses uh, 13 and 14, if you would, please, because we see the protection of God for his people because they followed his direction. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, and stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. If you see in verse 13, it says, See the salvation of the Lord. In verse 14, it says, And the Lord shall fight for you. Take a look at verses 19 and 20. And the angel, here we go. We see the protection of God right here. And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed. So the angel was in front of Israel. And it says that he removed and he went in between the Egyptians and the nation of Israel. And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of the Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them. It was darkness to the Egyptians, but it gave light by night to these So that the one came not near the other all night. God's protection. God's protection. The the nation of Egypt was bearing down upon the Israelites. You know what I found to be true of of people? In one aspect, all people, they all have one thing in common. That is their own physical well-being and protection. We don't like pain, okay? Okay. And in the Christian life, you and I, we want and need the protection of God. And that protection comes as we follow God's direction. We have to be willing to trust the direction of God in our lives. Moses, God told Moses to trust. It looked like the nation of Israel did not know where they were going, but God was directing them. They just had to trust. In your defining moments, are you, are you willing to allow God to direct you so that you can experience his protection? Take a look in, in chapter 14, verses 2 and 3, if you would, please. Now take a look. This does not make any sense here. I want you to see something here. Speak unto the children of Israel that they turn and encamp before Pi-hath-haror, between Megiddo and the sea over against baal Before it shall ye encamp by the sea, for Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land, the wilderness hath shut them in. For all intents and purposes, folks, these people were trapped. Remember, what were they doing? They were following God's direction. It was the defining moment in their life. God said, now, look, I'm going to set you free. They march out of Egypt, and God says, look, I'm not going to take you this way but I'm going to take you this way. I'm not going to take you the short route. I'm going to take you this way. And now it looks like they're trapped. Pharaoh knew that they were trapped. Matter of fact, so did the Hebrews. They knew they were trapped. Take a look at verses 10 and 12. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord and said, and they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, thou hast taken us away to die in the wilderness. Wherefore hast thou dealt with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness." They were complaining, they cried out to God and and after they felt that God wasn't listening to them, now they cry out to Moses and say, look, this is all your fault. It's always fun being the leader of people when you're following God's direction but God's direction does not make sense and then the people start to get scared. That's always an enjoyable time. That's exactly what was happening to Moses. These people were sitting ducks. Ducks. All that they had to do, if you will, they, the, the Egyptians, all they had to do was just get their sniper rifles and they could start picking off Israelites just like that. There was nowhere for them to go. But wait a second. It was the defining moment in their life and they were following God's direction. It just doesn't make sense. It seemed, to be quite honest, we'd like God had made a big mistake. They probably said to themselves, of course, this is not what God wanted. But God told Moses, go this way. Many times in our lives, do we not think the same way, the children of Israel? There's no way that God wants me to live this way. There's no way that God wants me to do this. There's no way that God wants me to commit to this. No way. I would say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am, that is the way. Because that's exactly what God's word says. So you should live that way. You should do this. You should commit to that. That's his direction in our lives, folks. And when we follow God's direction, we can be sure of his protection in defining moments in your life. We see in verse 21 of chapter 13, he says, See the salvation of the Lord. He sees in chapter 14, I should say, chapter 14 and verse 13, see the salvation of the Lord. And then chapter 14 and verse 14, the Lord shall fight for you. This is his protection. My friends, this morning, if you follow God's direction in your life, in the defining moments of your life, you can expect God's protection. God's direction is marked by two things so far we find from the nation of Israel's life. What do we find? We find the first is that God's direction is marked by his presence. He's there with you. God's direction is marked by his protection. But thirdly, if you will, God's direction during your defining moments means God's provision. God's provision take a look if you will in Exodus chapter 14 and verses 21 and 22 and Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back and uh, by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided and the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left they had followed God's direction and now they were trapped it looked like, from the world standpoint, it looked like all hope was lost. But God made a way. Humanly speaking, it was over. But God made a way. All because they follow his direction. Do you know, friends, as we think about this time of year, we think about how. God sent his son and the reason that God sent his son was to make a way. Humanly speaking, friends, humanly speaking, there is no possible way for man to be free from sin. It's our nature it's impossible, humanly speaking, for man to be free from sin. You can't do enough good. I can't do enough good. We can't give enough money. We, we can't go to church enough. We, we can't be kind enough. We can't, we can't, it's an impossibility. Why? The scriptures teach us what? That all our goodness is like filthy rags to God. All our righteousness is filthiness to God. Why? Because he's so holy. So what he's saying, God's saying, look, I'm telling you, you can't do enough. You can't cleanse yourself. Why do you think Christ had to come? The sacrifice of a lamb was not acceptable. The Bible tells us that the nation of Israel, as they, for the Passover when they, they, they killed the lamb, in Hebrews it says that the, bulls and goats, uh, the blood of bulls and goats cannot take away sin. It's an impossibility. So from a human standpoint, there's no possible way that man can be freed from sin. But God made a way. He made a way through the little baby that we celebrate on Christmas. That little baby grew up and at 33 and a half years of age approximately, he walked up Gagathos Hill and was placed on a cross to be able to bear the sins of all the world so that what seemed impossible with man became possible with God. What seemed like all hope was lost, that man was trapped and forever doomed to eternity in hell, God made a way so that all those who put their trust in Him will have forgiveness of sins and a home in heaven. God made a way. See, when you follow God's direction, friend, you have God's provision. And if you don't know Christ as your personal Savior this morning, You're at a defining moment in your life, whether you're here physically or whether you're watching online. You are at a defining moment in your life this morning. You say, how do you know that? Because you're watching and God has led you to this point. And if you don't know Christ, you have the opportunity even now in the middle of the sermon to come to know Christ and accept him as your personal Savior. God is making a way for you through his provision. And that's a son. The Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If God's prompting your heart this morning, whether here or whether online, you say, Pastor, I'd like to know Christ as my personal Savior. What do I have to do? You have to admit, according to Scripture, that you can't do anything. You have to believe that you're a sinner and that Christ died for your sin and for mine. You have to believe that Jesus Christ is not a way, my friend. Listen, church, Christ is not a way. He is the way. He is the provision. And you have to, by faith, trust him. That you were once walking this way. You were once walking the way of the world. And God today is calling you out to call you in. And now you're saying, this is what I'm going to do by God's grace. I'm going to trust Jesus Christ as my Savior so that what seems humanly impossible, that my sin debt cannot be erased humanly. I can't do enough good. I I can't be religious enough. I am going to put that aside. I'm going to turn from my way of living, from my way of trying to be justified, from my way of trying to to get in God's good graces. I'm going to forsake all that, and I'm going to turn, and I am going to trust Jesus Christ with my life for all of eternity and follow him. See, because God's direction means God's provision. It means God's provision. The majority of you in here know Christ is your personal Savior. But do you realize that God's direction still means your provision as well? Oh, it may not be salvation because you've accepted Christ. But it may mean something physical. It may mean something emotional that God will provide for you. It may mean something in a relationship that God would give to you. See, you're at a defining moment in your life, and defining moments we must seek the direction of God, and when we do, we'll experience his provision. And then fourthly, God's direction means God's preservation. God's direction means God's preservation. Take a look at verses 30 and 31 of chapter 14. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. And Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and His servant Moses. Hey friends. (laughs) Because the nation of Israel, in their defining moment, followed God's direction. They were preserved. God preserved them and saved them out of the hand of the Egyptians. They were rescued from certain death. This was a defining moment in their life. Now, this moment, now listen. It leads, them, it leads us all the way up. Here you go. This moment marked a new beginning. It marked a new beginning. See, when you follow God's direction in your defining moments, you're called from something to something. You're delivered from something to something and it marked a new beginning where they were going to experience God in a way that they had not known God see the reason that we have defining moments in our lives and we, the reason that we need to the reason that we need to follow God's direction in these defining moments is because they are for our growth for us to be able to learn about God in another way in a deeper way in an intimate way just like before you were saved you might have known about God but you didn't know God and that defining moment in your life when you got saved You started a new beginning. You started to know God on a whole nother level. You know what my question for you is this morning? What do you think we miss out on about our God when we don't follow His direction in our defining moments? See, God's direction... In our defining moments means for us that we're going to have His presence, His protection, His provision, and His preservation. God's direction led to their deliverance and a whole new beginning. And when you follow God's direction, and when I follow God's direction, it leads to our deliverance and a whole new beginning with God. Let me ask you this morning, what direction are you going in? What direction are you going in? What do you mean, Pastor? You're going closer to Christ? Christ? Is he the one that's directing your steps? Or are you doing your own thing and then just asking God to bless it? Mm -hmm. Tragic mistake. That's a trick of the devil. Tragic mistake. Tragic mistake. Had the nation of Israel... went their own direction made their own plans and just asked God to bless it. they wouldn't have been delivered you say how do you know that just look when in the Old Testament you see when they didn't follow God's direction they didn't go up against a certain city the right way and then they wanted to go back and make it quote unquote right with God and God said don't go up So please, God, they quote-unquote repented and they went up. What happened? There was destruction. When it comes to the finding moments in your life or any moments in your life, don't go your own way and then ask God to bless it. Seek God's direction and you'll experience a new beginning with him. Hey folks, thank you so much for watching today. I hope that it was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you don't know Christ, your personal Savior, and you accepted Him today into your life, and, and you put your faith in Him, I would like to send you, free of charge, two things. First, I'd like to send you this book, Done. is written by a friend of mine, What Other Religions Don't Tell You. The Bible, And then secondly, a brand new Bible, just like this one, I'd like to send to you. So please, do me a favor. First, I'd like to hear about your commitment to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Fill out the electronic connection card right below, click the link. When you fill that out, put your address in, and I will be happy to send this book done in this brand new Bible, free of charge to you. God bless you, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you.